Hello, my truth-seeking mates. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Truthfully Thinking. This is your host, Jalisa Mena, and this podcast is where theology, apologetics, and a thinking lifestyle merge. Thank you again for being here. This is episode 18 that you're listening to. I have already published uh, episode 18 in Spanish last week, and I am now doing the translation into English, and I hope that this is going to be a learning episode for you. Um, I hope it makes you think. I hope it makes you reconsider how much you actually value salvation. And I also um, hope that it helps you think outside the box from the normal ways you've usually been talked to about salvation. So today's topic is salvation is free or is it? And I first want to start by saying that I do believe salvation is completely free. Um, it is a result of grace. Um, and I do not think that we have to do anything to earn it because there really is anything. There really is not anything. There is not anything that we can do to to earn our salvation. So I just want to clarify that the, the, the title of the um, podcast, episode 18, was purposely um, made to be catchy to draw people's attention, but it's not in any way me trying to say that salvation is not free and that somehow there's a way for us to pay for it. I don't share um, the ideology that our works save us. Um, I don't think that our works complements somehow the work that Jesus did on the cross to be able to earn our salvation. I don't share that ideology with Catholicism. I don't think it's biblical. I don't think that's what James is saying um, when he talks about works. So I just want to clarify that right off the bat. I want to make sure that there's no misunderstandings. I do not have the ideology that somehow we can do good works to earn our salvation. But with that being said, however, I do want to talk a little bit about how it is that the knowledge of, sorry, I'm doing a few clicks here (laughs) as I'm talking, the knowledge of salvation being free, depending on how we interpret that phrase that salvation is free could very, very much affect the way that we react to such salvation. So I want to start off with an analogy. And in this analogy, I kind of want to just talk about um, for us to think of someone who owes a lot of money. And I'm going to put a number to that. I'm just going to use the amount of $2 million. And let's say that there is a person who is in debt um, with $2 million and they owe $2 million. And this person gets a letter in the mail that says, "Um, you no longer owe us money. Your debt has been paid. And the person receives the letter and that's the end of that. They don't know and don't care to find out how it was paid, who paid it, what happened. The only thing they care about is the fact that the debt was paid. And um, I think that we can all agree that whenever there's something that didn't cost us anything at all, or we don't know how much it cost, it kind of um, 
gives us, we believe it gives us like the license to treat such thing or do with such thing um, as we want. And I think it's very different from how we treat things that really cost us a lot. For example, if you're given a, a, a purse, you know, those brand purses that cost a fortune. Um, if you're given a, a purse, a brand purse, that costs a fortune. You're probably going to treat that purse a lot different from how you would treat, treat, tweet, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> from how you would treat a purse that cost you a lot of money because you know how many hours you had to work in order for that money to be earned for you to be able to spend it on such purse. Now, I'm assuming here you work. Um, if you have just been handed down money or you receive some kind of allowance and just save it up and you don't have to do anything to earn any of those, then obviously you're not going to know what I'm talking about. But I think that most of us, um, especially my audience, <laughs> I doubt there's any millionaires out there listening to me. Um, but I think that most of us know that we have to work hard to earn our money. And when we have to spend that much money, um, or we decide we don't have to, but when we decide that we want to invest that money in a brand purse, it can really hurt depending on how many hours you had to put in for, to earn that money. So with that being said, um, let's go back to this person who hypothetically owns $2 million and receives a letter saying that their debt has been paid. Now, I'm not saying that everyone's like this, but there would be people out there who see that letter and because they didn't have to pay for that debt, because it didn't cost them anything to spend those $2 million and they didn't have to pay it back. It didn't cost them anything because it ended up being paid for them. Um, there's some um, probability of this person just going right into debt again because getting into debt the first time was easy to get out of because they just received that letter saying, hey, you don't got to pay anything. It's been paid for you. And their mentality could be that they're just going to go ahead and get into debt again because they might just get lucky again and then that debt will be paid as well. Now, let me tell you um, another scenario of this same person who owes $2 million. So now let's speak of the same person who owes $2 million and instead of them receiving a letter in the mail saying that their debt has been paid, this person has a very close friend who works with him. And this very close friend is actually a very, very, very hard worker. He has been working all of his life. He does very hard work. And this kind of work that he does causes him a lot of physical. Um, uh, he has to do a lot of physical work. And as a result of that, he gets a lot of bruises, he gets hurt a lot, he gets cut a lot, he sometimes bleeds, sweats a lot, and gets a lot of aches. And so this best friend um, has worked hard all of his life. He has been a person who's always been very from poor families, um, low income, and he's just been an extremely hard worker and has worked all of his life. Now, Suppose that this best friend then 
somehow with his hard work, um, with his hard work earned money, decides to pay off the debt that this person has. And I want you to think about that a little bit because now the possible reaction is going to be quite different. And here's why. The person who owes $2 million is going to get to, um, got to see firsthand how much pain and sweat and blood and cuts and bruises it cost this person to pay for their debt. Now, let that sink in for a little bit because the perspective of this person is not going to be like the first scenario where they just get a letter in the mail that their debt has been paid and they don't really care who did it. They don't really care how it was paid. They just care that it was paid. Now, in the second scenario, um, it's extremely um, it's extremely important that the debt was paid. But more than that, the person got to see firsthand how much work it cost for that debt to be paid, how much pain it cost, how much that person had to work in order for that debt to be paid. And the reaction of this person is going to end up being very, very different from the first person who has a higher probability of just getting into debt again because it didn't cost them anything the first time. As opposed to the second person, they're probably going to be extremely grateful, extremely appreciative of the fact that their best friend with the hard earned money that they have been saving for years, growing up in a poor home, being able to keep it to himself instead of paying someone's debt, he decides he's going to pay someone's debt. This person is most likely going to value the act of his debt being paid much more than the first person who simply got a letter in the mail and was told that their debt was paid. What in the world does this have anything to do with the fact that salvation is free? Well, first, I want to read 1 Corinthians 7.23 to you guys. And it says you were brought, I'm sorry, it says you were bought for a price. Do not become slaves of people. Now, let me go back a few verses just so that it doesn't become extremely confusing <laughs> um, so that we have a little bit of context of what we're talking about here. So it says from verse 21 and on, um, you were, were you called as a slave? Do not let it concern you. But if you are also able to become free, take advantage of that. For the one who was called in the Lord as a slave is the Lord's freed person. Likewise, the one who, ha- who was called as free is Christ's slave. You were bought for a price. Do not become slaves of people. 
Brothers and sisters, each one is to remain with God in that condition in which he was called. Now, interesting enough here, what Paul is saying is that if you are, if you were in the position of a slave in society and you were called to the Lord to serve him, that it was fine because in the Lord you were free. And he was saying, if you were called to the Lord as a free person, then you are Christ's slave. And his point here was, you were bought for a price. So don't become slaves of people in the sense that you're going to become miserable um, um, in this state where you're going to make yourself the slave of us, the slave of a person and um, say, um, that, that shouldn't be getting in the way of you serving the Lord, um, correctly as a slave. Um, let's not even get into that subject as far as slavery, because a lot of people, um, don't understand that in this case, God is not telling the slaves to, seek freedom um, in society. He is telling them to simply accept their slave position and accept the fact that Lord ha- the Lord has already provided the freedom that they need. And then he goes on to making the point that we were bought for a price. Now, why am I making this point? Well, You see, salvation is free. It's completely free for us. We don't have to pay anything for it. It has been given by God through Jesus Christ for us to accept completely free. And we don't have to pay absolutely anything for our salvation. However, We cannot forget that a price was paid for that debt to be paid. Someone had to pay the debt. Someone had to complete a transaction in order for us not to have to pay for it. And the price that we would have had to pay if it wasn't paid for us would be eternal separation, condemnation, eternal spiritual death. Now, I'm saying this because I've noticed that a lot of Christians act like the first scenario where it seems like they received a letter in the mail and it says, here, your debt has been paid, you're saved. And they go on to get into more debt with sin because they don't know, they don't care how much it costs to pay that debt. So they're just going to continue getting into debt. And as a result, this amazing favor, this amazing gift of being debt free is now devalued to such a degree that they don't care if they get into debt again. 
Now, put that into perspective with the person who is able to picture the details, the gruesome details and pain and suffering and blood that it cost to pay their debt. Don't forget that you were bought for a price. It cost someone something to pay for the debt that you should have paid for. Whenever you think of your debt being paid in the second scenario, but that you got to see firsthand how much it cost someone to pay for your debt, it changes the way that you value salvation. Because now that you've taken the time to really to really know what Jesus went through, the pain and suffering that it cost him, how his blood was shed, how he wore the crown of thorns, how he had skin ripped off from his body with the whips that the Romans had to design specifically to cause pain and to torture people. When you are able to really Listen to what happened in history to that man, to Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. When you are really taking your time to think how much it cost him to pay for your debt, you're going to value salvation in a completely different way than from that person who does not care how the debt was paid. Simply they care that it was. We cannot for a moment forget how much it cost for salvation to be free today. Let's not forget why it's free. You see, I'm not trying to steer you away from the fact that salvation is free. What I'm trying to um, awaken in you is to actually consider, think, and realize how much it cost somebody else for it to be free. That you cannot forget how much it cost Jesus Christ for your sin to be paid. And as a result, then you need to value that salvation and you need to stop getting into debt so that you are showing you're actually showing that you value what Jesus has done. Don't be the person that continues getting into debt with sin because you don't care how much it costs Jesus. You just care that your salvation was paid. Be the person who is constantly, constantly reminding themselves how much it costs for salvation to be free today. And as a result, you do everything everything in your power not to get into debt with sin anymore and with that please do not forget to follow my social networks on twitter and instagram verdaderamente p in spanish and truthfully think in english i say goodbye i say goodbye to all my truth-seeking mates 
wishing that your minds gradually understand the truth is a Christian's priority. If it hurts and makes you uncomfortable, deal with it. Practicing truth will make us better servants of our Lord. Until next time. Thank you.